Welcome to the Lost Mystery Podcast with Anton and Evan. I'm Evan, and I've been a Lost fanatic from the beginning. And I'm Anton, experiencing the mysteries for the first time. Join us as we start from the very beginning and make our way to the very end. I think you believe it. I just, I just wanted to tell you that what I said in there, I didn't mean it. You want to follow me? Come by for a visit. have to get over to the hospital, but um, maybe you and I could grab some coffee together or something. I know why you don't want to see the baby, Jack. But until you do, until you want to, there's no you and me going for coffee. But, um, if at any time you change your mind, come and see us. Yeah. Okay. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 73 of the Lost Mystery Podcast with Anton and Evan. I'm Evan. And I'm Anton. And we're discussing Egg Town, a Kate-centric episode from season four. And um, this this episode kind of kicks off a string of awesome episodes. Mm. Uh, so I'm really looking forward to digging into this okay. one. Okay. Um, let's see here. The first thing I have is, you know, this whole, the Lowell Locks group uh-huh. situation, you know, Kate, you know, kind of tricks Hurley into telling her where they're keeping miles at. Yeah. Um, there's a little bit of mystery about why she stayed behind, you know, since it's apparently not because of Sawyer. Mm-hmm. And, uh, we find out that she wants to talk miles, you know, talk to miles to find out if, if he, and I guess the outside world were aware of her yeah. criminal past, if, so basically trying to find out whether or not she should be trying to get off the island. Yeah. I thought. Yeah, I also uh, had a little note about this whole lock thing. And, like, they kind of moved into the old, you know, barracks. Yeah, and it it's just kind of took like, it over for home. their own. Yeah. Yeah, and, and, like, Locke literally lives in Ben's house. Uh-huh. And, and, and it was kind of weird to me to see that, like, the dungeon-type area was under Ben's house. Right. On the surface, you got these little nice little houses. And then underneath is these 
rooms that are, I don't know what they're for. I mean, now they're being uh-huh. used as like prisons, but it's still kind of like this dark, you know, and it kind of just, to me, I'm probably reaching here a bit, but you got this, it kind of looks like the same show, you know, in the sense of the show. It's like on the outside, oh, it's all this nice little, you know, uh-huh. whatever. Underneath it all, there's a bigger thing going there's on. There's a lot more you know? stuff going yeah, on. Yeah, under the surface. Yeah, I mean, I think it's kind of odd that those houses even have basements on the exactly. first place. Exactly. Because they the all like, there's little shacks, you know, and like there's like these big dungeons yeah. underneath of it. Well, just thinking about the, the like, I mean, I don't know much about building homes, stuff like that, but I know well, like in I Florida, do. yeah. And <laughs> since Evan is the uh, master carpenter over here, since I'm uh, also yeah an archaeologist, yeah. yeah, archaeologist as well, yes. Yeah. Uh, but you know, you think about in Florida and stuff like that, they don't have basements for right. and stuff like that. I mean, the sea uh-huh. level, you're on an island. Yeah, no doubt. You dig, you're yeah. you're in water, you know, right. for the most part. But I mean, I we could be wrong, but I'm sticking to that one. I'm not wrong. Yeah. <laughs> so he says, you know, he'll tell her what she wants to know if she'll get him one minute with Ben mm-hmm. alone, you know. So she kind of uses Sawyer to gain access to Ben, you mm-hmm. know, through Locke. But Sawyer ends up telling Locke about her plan, you know, to bust him out yeah. and, and all this stuff. So that's kind of ruined. Yeah. Yeah. It was kind of, um, I don't know, this whole Kate thing, you know, it kind of messes my head just a bit, you know. Uh-huh. It's like. Yeah, she's she didn't stay for Sawyer, but she stayed to kind of manipulate the situation once again. You know, it's just kind of I don't know. I kind of am, a part of me wanted her to stay for Sawyer. You know? Yeah, I mean, what I don't understand is why she was so interested in finding out from Miles how much they knew about her. Well, I guess to me, if she thinks they're going to get saved, you know, she's got to know what she's up against. Well, but I'm assuming you know she knows that the police still remember she's wanted. That's true. And but that I doesn't make all that sense. You're it's right. kind of like you know if. If she just wanted to make sure, like, Miles and his people didn't know who she was, it wouldn't have gotten anywhere because as soon as they got off that freighter and into the real world, she yeah. would have been in trouble again. Yeah, that doesn't make sense. So I don't really see why she was so worried about whether or not they knew about her. Yeah. So Locke goes to find out what Miles was wanting to talk to Ben about, mm-hmm. and um, he's already gone. You know, Kate snuck him down to where Ben was being held, and I thought we could listen to that scene. Okay. You got one minute. Go. How about some privacy? 55 seconds. You know who I am? Yes. You know who I work for? Yes. You know he's put a lot of time and energy into finding you. So now I found you. And I can tell him exactly where you are. Or I can lie and tell him you're already dead. And I'd be willing to do that for $3.2 million. You've arranged this meeting so you could blackmail me? It's extortion if you want to get technical. 3.2, but why not 3.3 or 3.4? What makes you think I have access to that kind of money? Do not treat me like I'm one of them. Like I don't know who you are and what you can do. Your friend Charlotte has seen me. She knows I'm alive. I'll take care of Charlotte. You just worry about getting me the money. You have two days. My present situation is a little bit restricted. Can that be amended? Okay. One week in cash. Don't even think about it. I said time's up. This is hot. You got your meeting. Now I want my answer. 
we got your name when you called the freighter. Of course, we know about you and everybody else on the 815 manifest. Your name is Catherine Ann Austin. You're wanted for murder, fraud, arson, a whole bunch of other stuff we can't remember. You're a fugitive. Got caught in Australia, and the feds will bring you back. So, yeah, we know. If I were you, I'd stay right here on the island. Who knows? Maybe you didn't survive the crash. So you know who I am, you know who I work for, yes. You know, Ben knows exactly mm-hmm. who these people are, why they're there for him, and all this stuff. Um, first off, did you have any clue what he might be talking about there? Oh, you know, I mean, it, it, to me, automatically it points back to the little room that we've, that we've seen with Locke. You know, mm-hmm. like this Ben that goes out and goes all over the world and does all this stuff. I mean, uh-huh. like somehow that's connected you know that that you know who i am because right. you know all this you're part of something that i, I it's hard for me to put words i mean because i don't know, have any idea what it is but it's alluded to being, right. being a part of something but you know? about like who miles and his team who they're working for or who it is that's you know looking for ben yeah i mean i don't really have any i mean any kind of like reason or yeah. any kind any no, you know, idea. no idea like who that would be at this point i mean he says you know he's put a lot of time and energy into finding you so now i found you and i can tell him exactly where you are or i can lie and tell him you're already dead Mm -hmm. um and i'd be willing to do that for 3.2 million dollars yeah weird number too yeah and you know ben of course you know kind of was curious why he didn't ask for 3.3 or 3.4 right and it, it was odd and to me i got the sense like i wondered if he was trying to communicate something to Ben mm-hmm. through that number through yeah. 3.2 or something or, yeah. but I, but there was not much of a hint there. There was kind of a minute where Ben was looking at miles and was like trying to figure out if he was trying to tell him something, mm-hmm. but there was nothing to really make us think. Yeah. About. You know, and he even goes on to say, you know, like you said, why not this? Why not that? You know, right. and, and it did, it was very specific. You know, but it does allude to the fact that Ben obviously is also very wealthy. You know, he's yeah. like, don't act like, you know. Yeah, give me know, a couple of days or yeah, give me a week and, yeah, I'll, and I'll get it for yeah. you. <laughs> and Miles says, do not treat me like I'm one of them. Mm-hmm. You know, talking about the all the survivors of the crash. Right. And he says, like, I don't know who you are and what you can do. Mm-hmm. So like you mentioned, it, it kind of hints at this life Ben has that mm-hmm. we don't really know anything about. Yeah, yet. I mean, nothing about. Yeah. So, you know, he and the others on the freighter know all about Kate's fugitive status. And he says, if I were you, I'd stay right here on the island. Mm -hmm. You know, who knows? Maybe you don't even survive the crash. Yeah. And uh, Locke tells Kate, you know, she's no longer welcome with their group, you know, because she snuck him down there to see Ben. And he wants her gone by morning. She decides to shack up with Sawyer and tells him that she's not pregnant and she's sure. And so that's why she has that. So that's not why she has a son. Right. Right. And we're going to be talking more about that as we go through here. Yeah. So Jack's group, you know, gets back to the beach and tells them all about Saeed and Desmond leaving on the helicopter. And later, Dan and Charlotte are, you know, doing some kind of experiment with some Mm -hmm. cards. And she says, you know, she asks him to tell her which cards he remembers, basically. Mm -hmm. And he gets two of the three cards right and asks her if it really is progress. So they're doing this experiment. He gets two right. She says something about, well, two two out of three ain't bad. That's mm-hmm. progress. And he says, well, is it really progress? And I have no clue what the heck 
is going on here no, with this it, stuff. It just seems it seems to me like obviously they're testing they're testing the effects of the island on them, you know? Right. I mean, and like like it seems like they think whatever this island some power that has is to to give people advanced abilities uh-huh. you know and we've seen that in some of the the other you know people on the on the island mm-hmm. um and 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 i think that's what i it seems to me like what they're testing i mean but you're thinking three cards i mean i'm pretty sure i might be able to get three well, cards that's what the thing is i got the it's almost reversed I, no i didn't think of it like she th- showed him three cards then she hit him and he was trying to uh, re- yeah, yeah. remember what they were like to me it almost hinted at something totally different yeah and I don't know what that is. I don't know if the next episode really sheds any light on that. I mean, you've already watched The Constant as well, but mm-hmm. um, we can come back and discuss that in the next episode and see if that means anything or not. Um, but I really, I didn't remember not- or seeing that the first time I watched the right. episode at all. Oh, you didn't note, note the three No, the whole cards. three card thing. And, you know, she's like, you know, tell me what you remember. Mm-hmm. And, you know, him naming the cards out. And it's really fuzzy, almost like, yeah, he shouldn't remember it, but he does, kind of. Thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and I think I think you're you're right on because obviously, as we pointed out, three cards. You do a little memory trick, flip them over. Oh, yeah, God, yeah. you know, you'd be. <laughs> yeah, like why would they even bother doing an experiment with that? Exactly. You know? Yeah. So. So Jack brings the phone, you know, to um, what's her name? I can't think. Charlotte. Charlotte. Yeah. yeah. And she calls the freighter to check on Saeed and the crew, and you know who all left the previous night Mm -hmm. and Regina knew nothing about them taking off. So for some reason they never arrived at the freighter. Right. So very interesting. Mm -hmm. So now the whole rest of my notes is about Kate's whole flash forward. Right. Yeah. Um, You know, we see Kate kind of standing trial for her past crimes in California. Mm -hmm. The court decides that she's going to be kept in custody for the entire trial. She later talks with her lawyer and, um, he says that the best chance they have is to make the case about her character, not about what she did. Right. You know, but instead who she is. Uh, he says they've got one chance and he's go- he wants to bring him in to testify. Mm-hmm. And Kate says, no, you're not using my son. Yeah. Yeah. So Kate has a son. Right. <laughs> yeah. When I, when I first, well, first thing. For you know, for things first, like okay, your dog is on my lap, so I'm like freaking here. So let me get my train of thought back here. Um, yeah. So first things first. Whenever I first started watching this episode, it made me actually know now that Kate did stand trial. Okay, because right. before a long time ago, I was like, we saw an episode as, as I don't know how many it was go, but when the first flash forward, um, it was. Um, Jack and Kate and looked like Kate's life was life was pretty good and I was like wouldn't she be in jail yeah. well this makes me now I'm like oh so she did go to trial right you know that was the first thing that I noticed the the other thing is then when she said son I thought initially well she was pregnant uh-huh. you know and Sawyer's right. dad you know and yeah <laughs> you know and then you know I, I just it, this whole thing comes up like that and it, it, actually I even thought maybe it might have been Jack's son as well right you know right so, you know, later they have Jack come in as a witness, and I mm-hmm. really like this scene. So let's listen to that. Okay. The court is now in session. Please be seated. Don't fire me, okay? What? We got killed in the opening. I had to do this. Does the defense have a witness? Yes, we do, Your Honor. The defense calls Dr. Jack Shepard for the witness stand. 
Your Honor, I'd like to renew my objection to this witness on the basis of relevance. And I'm going to renew my overruling of your objection. You are to be aware that this witness did not meet the defendant until after the alleged crime she's being charged with. He is to be viewed as a character witness only. Proceed. Please raise your right hand. Do you swear to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth, so help you God? Yes. Dr. Shepard, could you please tell the ladies and gentlemen of the jury if there are any of you who don't read newspapers or the internet or watch <laughs> television, how you met the defendant? Um, on September 22nd, 2004, Kate, uh, Miss Austin, and I were both passengers on Oceanic Flight 815, which crash-landed on an island in the South Pacific. Were you aware that Miss Austin was a fugitive being transported by a United States Marshal on that flight to Los Angeles for trial? I did learn that eventually, yes. From the U.S. Marshal? No, the Marshal died in the crash. I never spoke to him. Miss Austin told me. Did you ever ask her if she was guilty? No, never. Well, that seems like a reasonable question. Why not? I just assumed that there'd been some kind of mistake. And why would you think that? Only eight of us survived the crash. We landed in the water. I was hurt pretty badly. In fact, if it weren't for her, I would have never made it to the shore. <laughs> she took care of me. She took care of all of us. She, she gave us first aid, water, found food, made shelter. She tried to save the other two, but they didn't. Stop. Miss Austin, please sit down. This has nothing to do with, with anything. This is my trial, and I don't want him to say anything else. It's fine. I have no more questions, Your Honor. Miss Dunbrook, your witness. That was very moving, Dr. Shepard. I only have one question for you. Do you love the defendant? Objection. You open this door, Mr. Forrester. I'm going to allow it. Dr. Shepard, do you love Miss Austin? No. Not anymore. So he says, Kate and I were both passengers on Oceanic 815, which mm -hmm. crash landed on an island in the South Pacific. So far, so good. Um, he says, the marshal didn't, you know, died in the crash. I never spoke to him. Right. So the story starts to change a little bit mm -hmm. from what we know. Definitely. And he says, only eight of us survived the crash. We landed in the water. I was hurt very badly. And if it wasn't for her, I wouldn't have made it to shore. You know, she took care of all of us, gave us first aid, water, food, and shelter. She tried to save the other two, but they didn't. And then he cuts off. Mm-hmm. So here's this. We get a really good picture of this story they've oh, been telling yeah. everybody, uh, which is really interesting. It was so weird to hear him, you know, give his version of what happened. Yeah. And it'd be so totally different. Yeah, I mean, honestly, it's like, I wondered at that point, like, why they came up with that story. You know, uh -huh. like, if it was maybe already put in place for Kate to get off 
because right. of her character. Like they saw that and they're like, okay, this is what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Kate, you're the hero, you know? Yeah. You know, you, you're the one that's got the most, uh, you know, lose if you're not seen as a hero. So you're the hero. Yeah. You know? Um, right. But it was so like odd. I mean, you sit there and I was, I mean, as you look at Kate's face, I mean, she felt the same way I did. It was like uh-huh. disgusted and like, oh my yeah. gosh, I can't believe this. Yeah. But even more interesting is the fact that they have to hide it for some reason. Yeah. Why do they have to hide what happened? Yeah, know, for real. Exactly. And like, it seems like it's a pretty big deal. Like everyone, they're like celebrities. Everybody mm-hmm. knows who they were, you know, what happened to them. And like, you can see why a lot of them have like really gone off the deep end oh, yeah, because definitely. they're living this lie and telling this story that isn't true and they have mm-hmm. to deny what happened. And, you know, we can only assume that these people are still alive on the island, the, the yeah. rest of them that were left behind. Right. And it's, but, inter- it's interesting to me too that they picked Hurley of all people to come off because his tendency to just to blab. Oh, you know, yeah, it's like, right. man, that would be <laughs> the last person, you know. I mean, you love Hurley, but that's kind of his character flaw is like he can't keep anything a secret. It's like, uh, oops, you know, yeah, every time. So. No doubt, yeah. <laughs> if it's going to leak, it seems like, okay, he's going to be the one that leaks mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm. And of course, you know, in a really odd, you know, TV moment that just makes me cringe every time, you know, do you love the defendant? Oh. You know, do you love Miss Austin? Like, like they would ever ask him that on the yeah. stand. And, but he, of course, you know, it is important that he says no, not anymore. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I mean, the whole court scene with Kate is really great. I yeah. mean, it's just cool to see exactly, you know, her standing trial and all this stuff. Man, my dog is just going nuts. <laughs> and, um, but, the fact that, you know, Jack gets on the stand, tells this lie about this story, you know, which is yeah. in, a, it's, in itself is a really big deal. Yeah. Um, you know, it's just a really, really, really cool thing. Mm-hmm. But obviously, Kate and Jack don't seem to have the relationship that they did. Definitely That they not. used to. No. So later, Kate has a meeting with her mother and, she, you know, wants to know if it's true that, you know, what Jack said about her being a hero. She says she's there because everything changed when she thought Kate was dead. Mm-hmm. Um, her doctors, you know, have given her six months to live, you know, for the last four years and she doesn't know how long she has and she doesn't want to testify against Kate. Mm-hmm. She basically says, you know, she won't testify as long as she can see her grandson. Right. And Kate says she doesn't want her anywhere near him. Yeah. Which to me, again, is just one of those things where I'm going, huh? You know, it's uh-huh. like, you know, she, Kate was obviously totally t- tore up that her mom didn't, you know, f- understand where you know why why she did what she did and even put herself in like jeopardy to see her and tried to you know work it out so so when her mom comes and says okay you know i get it now you know when i thought you were dead things changed you know it almost Mm -hmm. be like it would be like a sigh of relief i don't have to have a trial but instead it's like i don't want to see you my my son's not going to see you Uh just i don't know yeah, I mean, I'm glad that it worked out, you know, because it's pretty much the only reason that Kate didn't go to jail. Yeah, for oh yeah, years. definitely. But, I mean, it's, yeah, it didn't, You, I would have expected Kate to be a lot more receptive to her yeah. mom since she had, like, tried to reach out several times in the past and her mom kind of rejected her. Exactly. I didn't expect her to kind of turn her away so easily. Right. So her mother ends up not testifying, and so they end up cutting a deal with, you know, with Kate. So she spends no jail time and instead serves 10 years probation, and she can't leave the state. Yeah. She says she has a child, and she's not going anywhere. Yeah, that's a big Kate. I mean, that's so huge for her character, like a child. Yeah. And she can't go anywhere. You know, it's like... 
it's much more interesting now. Mm-hmm. I really like this. I mean, I like the new Kate. Yeah. Who's not totally obsessed with, you know, being on the run for whatever yeah. reason all the time. So she gets outside and Jack is there. Um, she says she heard him tell the story of what happened. You know, she's heard him tell the story so many times. She's starting to think that he believes it. Mm-hmm. And he tells her that he, you know, that what he said in there, you know, not loving her, I'm assuming. He mm-hmm. didn't mean it. Yeah. And uh, she asks him to come by for a visit. And he, you know, kind of blows her off and says, maybe, you know, maybe you and I could go out and grab some coffee later. And she says, I know why you don't want to see the baby, Jack. But until you do, there's no you or me going for coffee. Yeah. If at any time you change your mind, come and see us. You know, he doesn't seem interested in that at all. Yeah. So for whatever reason, you know, Jack is not at all interested in being around Kate's son. Yeah. And at that point, I was thinking... Oh, it could be his son, but that would be kind of weird for him. Or it could be Sawyer's son, and he wouldn't want to see it, uh-huh. you know. But So she gets home, mm-hmm. you know, and goes up to check on her son. Time and- out. Before she got upstairs, I told my wife, they took Aaron from the island. Why? Why would you think that, though? Because <laughs> as, as I was sitting there contemplating really hard why Jack wouldn't want to see this baby and why Kate, you know, wasn't pregnant on the island – and now, for some reason, has a baby and uh-huh. didn't go through with the whole thing with Sawyer. You know, right. it was kind of like, you know, I was like, it has to be Aaron. And that yeah. would be the only awkwardness. And my wife was like, what? No, no. And she's like, and then now we can continue. Uh-huh. It's Aaron. <laughs> yeah. In the crib. Hi, Aaron, she says. Yes. You know, so Aaron is now living with Kate and Jack doesn't want to be around him. First thing mm-hmm. that popped in my head, you know, we know now that Jack and Claire were half brother and sister. Mm-hmm. I don't think they know it. Yeah. But I, I wonder what in the world is making Jack not want to be around Aaron. I know. I mean, just, well, I think, I mean, come on. She, maybe, maybe Kate takes Aaron. I mean, we don't know. I mean, maybe she yeah. steals because I mean, she started thinking that whole baby thing and she's like, this baby needs to be on this island. Yeah. I'm going, I'm But why would it. Jack still be friendly toward her? Like he's, it isn't like he's kind of, you know, ostracized her because of what she did. Yeah. Like if she stole the baby, you would think that, Jack would pretty much True. cut ties with her altogether. True. I don't know. I mean, but it, I guess it maybe just represents the people back there. I mean, there's still a connection. Yeah. It's like they can look at themselves and be like, okay, even that though is, a, is you know, we talked about the relationship has changed. They can't uh-huh. really even be around each other too much, but you put Aaron right. in the picture. It's like, oh my gosh, I can't even look at Aaron without thinking about Claire. Yeah. You know? Right. And it's like, I mean, I think that's such a negative thing to have another woman's baby that you left on an island somewhere uh-huh. and you're raising her, raising like it your, it's own. your own. Yeah. Sad is scary. Yeah. And, and it's weird to think about what would have happened to where Kate would have Aaron instead of Claire. Yeah. You know, yeah, exactly. where's Claire at and how did, how did it turn out that Kate took the baby, mm-hmm. you know, and all this stuff. Yeah. So yeah, really huge reveal. I mean, I mean, did it, did it seem like a cop-out at all to you? Like it was just too big of a twist, too big of a mystery, just way too much? Or did, Not to did, me. Did, did you pretty much just go along for the ride? I went along for the ride. I was like, I want to know why now, uh-huh. you know? But, right. but I mean, I mean, I think everything's pretty much fair game in this show, you know? Yeah. But it was it was um, a real good episode for sure. I did notice, though, in this, well, going back to your, your statement, it is interesting that that's, I mean, Jack's, his uncle, uh-huh. you know, is, is Aaron's uncle. Right. You know, it's just, it's interesting. I never really put, thought about that, you know, right. too much. Mm-hmm. But another thing that's in, I noticed in this episode is that Claire's definitely not bothered by the fact that Charlie's gone. 
Yeah. You know what? Yeah, I didn't even think about that when I was watching it. But, yeah, looking back on the way she acted in the episode, yeah, yeah it was like, totally. You know, who's Charlie? No, but yeah, no, like, you know, <laughs> yeah. sitting around, like, daydreaming and, and somebody going, hey, what's wrong? Oh, I'm just thinking about Charlie. You know, you know, <laughs> anything like that. You know, some, you yeah. know, nothing like that. It's just like, oh. Yeah, and if, and if the number of episodes is kind of similar to the past, it's probably only been a couple of days. Yeah. Maybe three or four days since it happened. Yeah, exactly. Unless so, in this on this island, they also have the ability to emotionally heal a lot quicker. Yeah. <laughs> that would explain a lot of things, though. It would explain right. Saeed falling in love and all this stuff. So very true, very true. Who knows? Well, Debbie over at the forums, I think, kind of disagrees, and she says a Kate episode. Ugh, <laughs> she is the weakest link. And lazy writing. California would have no jurisdiction to try a murder that took place in Iowa. I question a question for you, Anton and Evan. Who is your favorite character? And least favorite character. Hmm. Um. I would have to say at this moment. Um, mine's a toss up between Des for, for favorite Desmond mm-hmm. and Sawyer. Yeah. The, okay. Right now. Okay. Um, okay. Desmond, just because there's more you know it's just like it's i don't know his character's just been really cool in the last mm-hmm. like i don't know five ten episodes um and and sawyer because i don't know you're always kind of pulling for him yeah you no know? matter how much he makes fun of people or calls yeah. people names you're still just he's kind of a likable guy yeah exactly but i mean i can't i mean everything else is so close you know it's like i love mm-hmm. saeed i love you know yeah. i love them all i mean that's a hard one my least favorite um man in the last few episodes, it's been Jack. Yeah. He's hard to like right now, yeah. I think. Yeah. Just, he seems very selfish and, like, you know, totally rejecting Aaron mm-hmm. and Kate. And you, I mean, we don't know why, but it seems like really selfish yeah, reasons definitely. right now. I think, yeah, I'm, I'm real similar. I think Locke is still one of my yeah, favorite I love characters. Locke too. Just because he kind of represents the mystery mm-hmm. of the show. Definitely. I'd say Locke and Desmond yeah. are probably my favorite. Um, if I had to pick one. Probably Locke. Yeah. yeah. Least he, favorite. Right now, I'm leaning towards Sun just because there's there's not a whole lot going on she, with him right now. Or, or Sun. Okay. Not okay. I was thinking. I was thinking. Oh, yeah. Sun is the girl. Yeah. 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 So I was thinking because you said not going on with him right now. I was like, did I mess up my character here? <laughs> no. no. Okay. Yeah. I that was my other one. Oh. Too. Okay. Okay. Was well. Yeah. Uh, I was. I'm similar to that because Sun just kind of like the last kind of stuff we had with her is very negative. Yeah. And I just kind of left me with that. Yeah, and they've been really absent this season, too. Mm-hmm. Like, so far, I don't think we've really seen anything about them other than, like, the very beginning. Of, I think I think it was this episode where they're just sitting there talking. Yeah, yeah. But they, we haven't really seen anything out of them at all this no. season yet. No, definitely not. Um, but it, you know what's cool about the show? In that, that that question, you can ask me in three or four episodes, uh-huh. and it'll change, probably. Right, you yeah. Know? She says, I've made no secret that Kate is my least favorite. Um, you know, my faves from the start have been Locke and Sawyer and, and for their sins into season five, my devotion is vindicated so far. Mm. So yeah, thank you very much, Debbie. And a reminder to everyone, you can post your thoughts, questions, comments about the episodes at our forums over at lostmysterypodcast.com slash forums. Anything else about the episode from you? I think that's it. Okay. Well, Sunday we'll be discussing the constant an awesome episode. You've seen it already, and mm-hmm. I know you've already told me how excited you are about it to talk about it. But until then, we hope you all have a great day, and we'll talk to you later. Thanks for listening to the Lost Mystery Podcast with Anton and Evan. 
New episodes are released every Sunday, Wednesday, and Friday morning at 7 o'clock a.m. Eastern Standard Time. In the meantime, if you haven't already, you can sign up and become part of our community at lostmysterypodcast.com. Email us your questions or comments to info at lostmysterypodcast.com. And please call our listener line at 765-439-4190 with your name, where you're calling from, and also let us know whether or not you'd like your comments to be used on an upcoming episode.